Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. And welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio, where you're humble, happy, and I have to say, it's rather warm hosts broadcasting live from Austin, Texas. Julie, welcome to today's radio show. Thank you. I'm excited to get going and continue on our topic, the ever-popular 18 relentless lead follow-up rules. This is one of our most commonly requested and commonly asked, how do I handle my leads? Give me some rules. What am I supposed to do? So that's what we're doing. So just a reminder, why are we talking about this topic? I'll tell you why, because the topic itself has been made so overly analytical, so crazily complicated, so insanely difficult to understand that the point of this and our system is to cut through all that BS and get to the heart of really how to handle your leads. And, you know, guys, the the bastardization of the simplicity of how to do lead follow-ups, everybody's guilty of it. We all sort of create our own little ridiculous systems, and then maybe, you know, we'll subscribe to somebody else's ridiculous system. And next thing you know, you're following the 18, 10, 22 lead follow-up rule, or you're dropping them into this drip, drip campaign and that drip campaign and the other and the other. And what we have done, all of us collectively in an industry, is we've allowed all these nice, clever, crafty technological ideas to replace really what should be a very simplistic aspect of your business. So technology can be a simple, elegant, beautiful solution to a lot of things. But lead follow-up in most places, in most cases, guys, should be handled by you, and it should be handled by you directly. Now, this is where we get into the kind of thin ice. We are absolutely proponents of teams, but we're proponents of smart, profitable teams. One of the things that team leaders make the mistake of is they start delegating, offloading their most important, one of the most important tasks of being a successful agent. One of the things that made them successful in the first place was doing lead follow-up. One of the things we have all of our top producing, and these are guys doing hundreds of transactions. These are the guys on the selling you know, million-dollar listing TV shows. They always do their own lead follow-up. Always, when they have a listing lead, they're doing the, there might be an initial conversation that's happening with an assistant, but at the end of the day, they're the ones that are calling back and asking the probing questions. Doing lead follow-up is part of the sales process. It is one of the most important things that you can do, and you must learn to do well. As we always say, there's probably realistically only three to five things you've got to get really good at to essentially have no limits in this industry. Lead follow-up is absolutely positively like it's number two, uh, right after lead generation. If you're not generating leads, you're not going to have any leads to follow up on. So get really good at generating and get really good at following up. And really everything after that, it goes presenting, negotiating, closing. You know, those things will happen naturally and organically because a listing presentation itself or a buyer presentation for that matter is easy after you've done your lead follow up, after you've used our scripts and pre-qualified. Does this all make sense, Jules? Yeah, absolutely. And it would be number one, if not for the fact that you have to generate the lead in the first place. Good point. So let's jump right in on this ever important skill that you must develop. So point number eight on our relentless lead follow-up rules, and if you've missed the previous points, you can get back into those by listening to the previous podcast. So point number eight, stop believing, I can't believe how many times we hear this, stop believing that they will, quote, call me back when they're ready. It's your job to relentlessly, urgently, and professionally follow up. They actually think it's weird if you don't follow up. 
You know how people make up stories in their head, Tim, if they don't have any information? I mean, the only proof, <laughs> one of the, the biggest proofs of this is if you don't call your sellers, do they think that you're out prospecting for them and looking for buyers for the house, or do they automatically think you're on the golf course? People have a tendency to make up stories when they don't have information. So that means if you're not calling them and you're waiting for the lead to call you back, quote, when they're ready, you're going to lose out. What happens when they are ready? And all of a sudden, they find their motivation. Maybe they were watching HGTV. Maybe <laughs> they were talking to a friend of theirs that just bought a great house, and they get all you know, motivated. And you thought, because on your last conversation, they said, I'm not quite ready yet. You thought that they're just going to call when you are ready. They run into somebody that motivates them, or they watch something that motivates them, or their mortgage lender calls and says, guess what? You're actually approved to spend 30000 more than you thought. Now, all of a sudden, I'm hyper-motivated. I go to open houses. I go to new construction. I talk to my other friend who has a real estate license. Meanwhile, you were waiting for them to call you when they're ready. That well, happens Julie, all the time. Well, I'm going to tell them that we're going to do – this is real estate confessional time. We need to have like a little bing, bong, boom, real estate confessional time. So I'm going to tell you guys a mistake that I made – Okay, when we were selling real estate, and Julia will remember this because it was painful. Yeah. <laughs> now that we should have known better, I should have known better than what I'm about to tell you. This is a stupid, stupid, stupid rookie mistake. By the time I'd made this mistake, we'd probably sold over a thousand houses, but I still did it. And here was the here was what I did. We were living in New Albany Country Club area, beautiful house. Uh, that we had over in Berkeley Square. And we had sold a lot of the houses in our neighborhood, all the things that we told you guys about. We were obviously, that's where we perfected our system, actually doing it. Oh, there's an interesting idea. Somebody that's actually teaching and has been successful at it before. Hmm, that's an interesting idea for real estate Curious. coaching. Aside, aside from that little uh, backhanded, you know, what have you, let's go back to task here. So we had um, sold this um, executive, this house, and it was a nice house. It was a beautiful house. We, it was our listing. So we listed this house. We sold it to this relocating guy. This relocating guy was a, a group of, I think, like eight other guys that had been relocating. We'd relocate, and by the way, well, I could go on and on and tell you guys that originally we got those, all eight of those relationships because uh, we called a lead back that came in at 7 o'clock. And we called him back right away. The guy was relocating himself and his executives to uh, Columbus. And because I called that guy back, he connected us with all these other executives. That is how we got this relationship. So that's from lead follow-up to the point of our topic here. But to Julie's point number eight here. So he had told – we knew he was relocating. He told us he was relocating like spring of next year. So we talked to him, had a great relationship with him. He was our neighbor. Everything was great. So um, – Actually, now I remember, it was him and it was another guy in the same company that they were both relocating. Um, so I figured, well, I have a great relationship with these guys. We literally gave them bottles of wine at Christmas, I mean the whole nine yards. They told us they want to list the house in the spring, and I would made the fatal mistake of saying, great, or at least thinking, well, they'll call me when they're ready. They, we have this great relationship. We have this long-lasting friendship. We're giving them free booze. I mean, my God, it can't get possibly better than that. So here's what happens. Holidays pass over, you know, okay, and then all of a sudden, guess what happens? Horror of horrors. I see a for sale sign in his front yard, and then I see a for sale sign with the same agent in the other front yard of the other house, which is also a New Albany Country Club. This other agent had stolen my business. No, not true. I was just lazy. Outraged. How could they? Outraged. Okay, well, here's what had happened. They, this is absolutely positively exactly what they said. So they had gone to a Christmas party. This gal um, was basically a fresh licensee. 
had just recently moved to New Albany Country Club, was at this Christmas party, and got to know him, and got the relationship, and ended up getting the listing, despite the fact that we had this long-term relationship with these sellers. Well, seemingly long-term, right? And so they told me, the guy's name was Phil, I remember. Phil told me that he said, when you didn't call me back, I just figured you were too busy and you didn't have time for me. Ouch. That Ouch. Think about that, guys. That's what he told me. I should have known better. Don't make my mistake. A smart man learns from his mistakes. A brilliant man or woman learns from the mistakes of others. Learn from my mistake. Even the people you think you 100% have locked down, like Phil was for us, don't take them for granted. Be aggressive with your lead follow-up. Do not treat any of your leads differently, You know, which is a subset of this point. Every single lead, whether it's somebody that you sit next to in church, whether it's your mom, whether it's your aunt, whether it's whoever, you got a you know, complete stranger, you got to treat all of them with the same level of respect and the same level of urgency, furiously, last, uh, furiously fast lead follow-up, and don't take any of them for granted. Don't just don't make my dumb mistake for the third time. Just assume that they're going to call you back. I mean, do you remember that, Julie? Yeah, I mean, that's why people say the word assume stands for making an ass out of you and me if you spell it out. So just, yeah. just you know, solidify that in their brains, right? Yeah. But yeah. learn from our mistakes. That's I, I, the whole point what? of listening to this, I, right? I can, yeah. I can tell practically 20 years later you're still a little pissy at me about that one. I can tell. Well, I, I, us both. It's not just you. I mean, yeah, come on now. You just kind of called me an ass. Uh, I, well, sort of, maybe. I don't know. Uh, but here's the thing. That was after we had done a ton of transactions. And I think I that the, the greater point here, too, because sometimes we have grizzled veterans that go, oh, yeah, 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 I know all that, I know that. Well, we knew that, too. We knew that. Right. We knew you're supposed to follow up with your leads with urgency and not assume that they're going to call you back. And mm-hmm. yet we did it, and we made that mistake. So just because you've done a gajillion transaction doesn't mean that you can't fall into these little traps, these mindset glitches and you know, it almost always happens when you're busy or you're burned out or, you know, I mean, it was during the holidays. That's when everybody tries to take a breath and relax a little bit. So but we were that's why we're transparent about it. I mean, learn but, from but, our mistakes. Yeah. But let's be, let's you and I be introspective about that. We were arrogant. We were complacent. Yeah, absolutely. We, were, we, we thought were we had assumpt- him in the bag. He was we, a nice were assum- guy. we were assumptive, right? Totally. You know, you guys don't make our mistakes. I bet you every single one of you right now are listening. You're thinking, OMG, I'm doing that right now with so-and-so. Or I'm doing <laughs> that right now with your right now. Right. Exactly. You're dialing your release. <laughs> Whoever you have that you think that's going to list with you next month, next week, next year, and you, and you are taking them for granted, they – uh-oh, I feel it coming on. You know what it is? What? You guys hear that? The listeners hear that? This is scary. Something's about to happen. It's the Janet Jackson song. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yeah. I can't help myself. I can't stop can't it. Here it, it comes. What have you done for me lately? You guys remember that horrible song? Well, that applies to your leads, too. And if you're not staying on top of them, A, you're going to have to hear that song again because you're going to hear it in your own head because you're going to lose a listing like right. I did. So don't make my mistake, please. And by the way, I only did that once <laughs> that I can remember. <laughs> All right, moving on to point number in the way of okay. A. Yes, well, the, the important thing is to learn from the mistakes and don't recreate them. So point number nine, this is another thing that we often poke fun at to make a point. Stop relying on your drip system to make you money. Turn your drip system uh-huh. into a gushing fire hose of appointments through, dare I say it, actual communication. Email doesn't count. In-person appointments or over-the-phone conversations count. So don't tell 
us or our coaches that you, quote, made 100 contacts when you sent 100 emails or your drip system did it for you. That is not a contact. A contact is a real conversation with a decision-making adult that's actually about real estate. That is a real contact. So stop relying on your drip system. The drip system is a nice way to maintain and to update and make sure they're getting the same listings that you think match their criteria. That's fine, but it's not good enough. You have to follow up. That is completely flying in the face of a lot of the stuff that's being sold and told to agents, that you guys should have a big elaborate drip system. Now, just very briefly, I'm going to explain to you why this is our philosophy. Because it's the truth. That's why it's our philosophy. So it should be your philosophy, too. It's very simple. If you guys have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of leads, I don't care how elaborate, fancy, or sexy your system is, at the end of the day, you're going to let the good ones get by you. They're not going to be very receptive. Nobody. Have you guys noticed that you and your, yourself, like, who calls you anymore to actually help you? Who calls you anymore? Everybody wants to email SMS. Everybody wants to do something that's passive. When somebody picks up the phone and, and, and actually, you know, does their job and gets in contact with you, that's the person you do business with. You have a higher level of respect for them because of the fact that they actually want the extra mile for you. So this goes back to these drip systems. Your goal, and everyone should remember this. I know a lot of brokers and office managers are using our podcasts. At least they probably were until I started singing um, as training for their offices. So here's the thought for all of you. Your goal is not to accumulate leads. Ready for this? A lead has no value. No value. A lead is nothing. If you guys want a bunch of leads, just go grab a white pages. And if those of you who are millennials and don't know what a white pages is, just imagine a thick book with a lot of names and phone numbers in it. So the reality of it is, is a lead has no value. A pre-qualified lead has value. That only happens after you talk with them. Your goal should not be to accumulate leads. Your goal should be to set appointments and take listings and get contracts signed. If you're one of these agents who has this big, we go and hear and read and we see you guys bragging about how many people you have in your lead follow-up system, who cares? Stop taking pride in that. Focus on people that you're actually helping, houses you're actually selling, money you're actually earning. And that comes from picking up the phone, pre-qualifying them, pulling out the ones that are actually ready to do business with you, and I give you 100% permission to do what you intuitively already know you should be doing. Every single one of you know this. All the other leads, you should just cast them to the wind. That's it. Just get rid of them. They're not doing anything for you. The probability of maybe that, oh, hold on, Tim. I got 22 billion leads, and on average, I have this many transactions and that many transactions. Okay, that's great. How long did it take you to build that list? How much money did you spend, lots, to get all those people in that system? And how much more money would you have made along the way had you just been sifting and sorting constantly at a high level, asking the tough questions, deciding who is or who isn't going to be somebody you're going to work with, and moving on? You guys should have a very clear focus and a very, very, very precise understanding that a lead has no value, a pre-qualified lead has more value, but an appointment and an actual signed contract is your goal, not accumulating leads. If you right now have bunches and bunches of leads, here's your homework, here's your takeaway from this podcast and the previous ones, go through all your leads, call them, set an appointment. If they won't set an appointment, if they won't answer your pre-qual questions, toss them out. Buena suerte, goodbye, adios. That's what you have to do. Because then you might end up with five or 10 or 15 really good leads where right now you think you have 50 and you're having a psychological, um, what happens is when you have a bunch of leads, psychologically you develop this false sense of security which causes you not to do your job. Have fewer leads, have more appointments, have more closings. 
listen, a lot of you guys are at the point in your years and your careers where you know you need something else different than what you've been doing. That's the reason we developed this coaching program. The coaching program is less than $100 a month. And it's a real-life coaching call. You get four semi-private coaching calls per month, and you get a, in addition to that, you get a private coaching call per month. You schedule the coaching call with one of our coaches around your schedule. You get every single thing we talk about as part of the coaching program, all the presentations, all the scripts, all the objection handlers, all the, all the lead generation stuff. Today, you guys received 100 solicitations from people trying to sell you stuff you probably don't need. Leads would be the big one. How many portals have called you guys in the last 30 days trying to sell you into being an XYZ special agent where you get all these leads? Don't do it. Learn to generate your own leads. Stop being dependent on these lead peddlers. You know the leads are just going up in price. You know the lead quality is dubious. Why are you doing it? Oh, my God, if you don't buy this zip code or this area, somebody else is going to get it. Let them have it. You're going to go and learn how to generate your own business, and you're not going to be dependent on those people anymore. Same goes with all these other little magic bullet widget things. If you're even mildly serious about becoming successful in real estate, you have to learn how to generate your own business. You have to treat your business as a business. That's what this coaching program is all about. Oh, did I mention it's less than 100 bucks a month? Complete the form that's on your iPhone or your Tesla screen or your iPad or your those of you guys who are using those Android devices, whatever. Complete it. Hit send. Someone from our office will call you back. If you're on your desktop, just go to joinharris.com. And by doing so, we're going to give you those six free books that you see right there, including Think and Grow Rich for Real Estate, which a lot of you guys know is a great seller on Amazon. Julie, next point. Yes, next point, number 10. Always call with the intention of setting an appointment. Stop leaving lightweight messages like, just checking on you, how's it going? Every message should have something of value and a call to action. My suggestions here are to remind them why it is they know you, and depending on how many calls you've had, maybe that's not necessary, but remind them what what you last spoke about, what the next action step was, and what you're doing for them, then a call to action. What do you want them to do about it? So, Tim, the last time you and I spoke was at my open house over there on Elm Street, and you mentioned that you're looking for a three-bedroom, two-bath in the same very neighborhood, but at the time there wasn't one that met your criteria. Today I found the exact house that you're likely looking for. I'm available at 6 o'clock tonight or 10 a.m. on Saturday morning. Let's make sure that we see this before someone else snaps it up. Call me back today. Let me know what's going on so that we can get you in there versus hey, I was just following up, met you at an open house and just seeing what you're up to, right? Which is typical. And part of the reason agents don't do a killer job on lead follow-up is because they don't know what to say when they do their follow-up. Well, you guys think you're being too aggressive. Oh, I don't want to call them. I just met them a day. I want to give them a day or two to cool off before I call them. them. I don't want to bug them. I don't want them to think I'm too pushy. I don't want them. That's all a bunch of lazy ego BS. You guys are not doing your jobs. You will not succeed. Can I be any more direct than that? Oh, I can, but I'm not going to be because it's on a radio show. But the reality of it is, is when you're not picking up the phone and calling, hey, it was great, just what Julie just said, it was great meeting you today, or how about this, if you guys are following our open house system, which is part of the coaching program, and you know, open houses are definitely, depending on your market, open houses can be an amazing way. We have uh, clients doing open houses in San Francisco, and they send us pictures using our system, and they, I have had 
I don't know, countless pictures of people with lines around, literally, there was one, the guy looked like it was an iPhone launch, you know, back in 07 or 08 when they came out with the new iPhone. It was just so many people that were standing in line to get into this really tiny house that was incredibly priced. But that's the point, guys. When you have that many, when you're doing open houses in your market, some markets work really well, you will get tons of leads. Your job is to follow up with them urgently, immediately. There's no cooling off period. There's no thinking about it, period. They're not buying a firearm. You've got to follow up with them, and you've got to be ready to close for an appointment. That is your job. Those people are calling you, are showing up at open houses, are emailing you, are communicating with you, because at least half of them are actually ready to do something, and half of that half are probably sellers. Call them back urgently. Do not wait. Do not think about it. Urgently, furiously fast, lead follow-up. Furiously fast, lead follow-up. Have that be your mantra. You got as soon as this podcast is over, you're going to get a lead. And your natural tendency, most of you, is going to be, oh, I'll call back later. Oh God, a buyer lead. I'll oh, get to it. Oh, oh, they're call, oh, look at this one. It's they're calling on some little you know cheapo house. I'm not going to get back with them, or I'll get back. Oh, oh, don't worry about it. I got my you know my autoresponders will capture them, and Ugh. you know that'll take care of it. I don't have to. No, don't do it. Please, I beg you. Pick up the phone, call them. Now, if all you get is an email and you don't get a phone number, email them back and say, so great to hear from you. What's your phone number? I'm going to call you back and answer your question. Also, got some exciting news about some other properties that you're going to be interested in. Send them an email back. Ask for the phone number and then call them. And if they're real, they're going to send you their phone number back and you're going to call them and you're probably going to get a sale. Do you see the difference, guys, between where a lot of you are and where a lot of you have to be? It's not, this is not rocket science. This is not that difficult. It's grabbing a Harris script or outline or call suggested conversation format, whatever you guys want to call it if you find the word a script offensive, and just going through the questions, asking the questions, getting the answers, and setting the appointment. You combine that with doing it quickly, your world will shift. It's not a big difference between what you're, you're now, you're waiting too long. You're now winging it. You're not following a call outline. You're now not closing the appointment. You're just basically doing what you're going to do, bonding with them, talking about the weather, talking about whatever else it is you're talking about. Your job is to call them up, pre-qualify them, set the appointment, go on the appointment. That is what your focus is. Focus on that, and all this other stuff will take care of itself, like your cash flow. Next point, Julie. That's right. So speaking of open house leads, you alluded to that. Point number 11, open house leads must be called the same day or evening as the actual open house. Don't be like everyone else and wait until the following week to maybe follow up if the mood strikes. Set the appointment before someone else does. And here's a secret that goes along with this. At least 30% of open house attendees have a property to also sell. That is a listing for you. You're thinking, oh, it's just a random open house lead. When you start thinking about those as listing leads, maybe you'll be more motivated to call them back the same day. Now, the more pricey your open house is, the higher that percent becomes. Don't think of open house leads as just a bunch more buyers, just a bunch of looky-loos. You don't know until you ask. This goes back to the whole making stories up based on things that you don't have proof for. So call them back. Use your pre-qualification script. Ask questions like, which home in the area do you plan on selling? which is incidentally in the script slash suggested conversation that you should be following. <laughs> so just call them back. Jeez, you know, it's so funny. Coaching clients joke with us all the time that once they got the whole, you know, there's two parts to this. One is just pick up the phone and stop sending everybody to voicemail for crying out loud, right? Just pick up the phone. 
And then the second part is, if they did go to voicemail or chat or email or what have you, call them back immediately. You will have so much more business, assuming that you have any lead generation set up, just by making yourself available. And I have had a lot of conversations with more advanced agents that have figured out how to not just pay their bills, but they're having a pretty decent lifestyle. And they develop this whole ego about sending everybody to voicemail or I'll call them back when I feel like it. And that is an expression of ego that costs them money. So it's not just for new agents. This is not just a, guess what, now that you're in real estate, you have to learn about lead follow-up. This is actually especially for people who think that they've got it going on. And, you know, probably you do at some level. But if you want to get to whatever's next for you, just be available, right? How many homes are sold because somebody's there? Tons, right? Tons of them are sold. That's why occasionally you'll have, oh my gosh, they ran into an open house agent and they sold them that house and they were my lead. Well, guess what? It's because somebody followed up more aggressively than you did. So yeah. on to point, do you want to continue to point number 12? And then we probably let's, need let's to wrap do, up. Let's do point number 12. But guys, are you listening to what we're saying? Are you realizing what we're saying is, again, I use this word a lot with all of you because I know it's true. Do you guys notice how what we're saying is kind of intuitive? It just sort of makes sense. You don't have to really rack your brain to understand it. It's not a complicated system. Here's the reason that we are attracted to systems that are not complicated, because complicated systems hardly ever work. The simplistic form, the easiest path to accomplish the goal is always the best path. And when you guys are, you know, again, I honestly, and I say this a lot, I feel sorry for a lot of you, especially the newer ones of you who have only been exposed to real estate in the past seven or eight years and believe that it's some big, complicated, elaborate system, who believe things like you have to have a team to be really successful, who just all this Mickey Mouse that's entered into our space in like the past decade. None of that is true. None of that is necessary. None of that has to be part of your practice for you guys to be incredibly successful. And you just have to be your own, you know, you have to be your own guru. You have to be willing to actually deep dive into some of these thoughts, some of these things that you're being told and sold, and really say, you know what, is that really for me? And we're presenting to you an alternative, a very profitable alternative, because a lot of the things, if not everything we tell you guys to do, doesn't cost you any money. Have you noticed that? Have you noticed that we're not talking about expensive this and expensive that? Have you noticed how often you are, uh, you know, listening to someone who is trying to sell you something that's expensive or elaborate or complicated? No, and you know, oh my God, I'm never going to get it all figured out. You go to seminars, you hear people talk, and you write all this crap down, and then you basically come back and you say, oh, this is great, we're going to implement this, this, and this, and then you start trying to implement, and then you realize you have to have a PhD and PhDs to basically understand even what the heck they meant. Don't do it. It's too complicated. You're never going to follow up with it. Keep everything simple. Keep everything elegant. This business does come down to five or six core activities, which we talk about all the time on the radio show, and just do those things well. Become a master of those five activities. And look, there might be a competitor that has better branding than you. There might be a competitor that has 15 moving trucks, which, by the way, Julie, I didn't tell you the moving truck thing is coming back, of course. Um, there might be there might be a competitor that has the most beautiful branding. You could go to your office tomorrow and you could see this agent show up with these brochures that looks like they're going to be a fashion model, and you think to yourself, your your ego is going to say, oh my god. If you don't spend $25,000 to have all that branding done for you, they're going to kick your butt. They're going to make they're going to look this, they're going to look the other. Not true. That's not true. None of that is true. Those are just things that are sold to ego. It sold to agents based on agents egos. You have the truth. You know intuitively what the truth is. Stay connected with it. 
Listen to our past radio shows at realestatecoachingradio.com and listen to those shows frequently. Go back. Guys, there's like 500 of them. You know, I mean, we talk about all the things and we don't just talk about these things. We just tell you exactly what to do. Practical and tactical is our mantra for the radio show. Julie, one more point and let's bolt. That's right. One more point. Number 12, sign calls and interactive voice response or IVR systems, 800 numbers like 1-800-HOME-HOTLINE. That type of call is to be called back absolutely immediately. We're talking about so furiously fast, like they barely hung up the phone before they're hearing from you. This means within five minutes on our team, it was within one minute or instantaneously. And we tracked. And we did track. And these calls have a super high conversion rate, but only when they're called immediately. Some of you have not gotten great responses from using an 800 number, and it's not because the 800 number doesn't work, it's because you're waiting too long to get back on those leads. So right. here's the secret. Again, when you use 1-800-HOME-HOTLINE.COM on your for sale signs, the first calls you get are your own seller oftentimes and all of the neighbors. Well, why do the neighbors call? They call to check the price because they're considering selling. Don't miss those calls. It's like catnip for listing leads, right? Julie, let's do a role play. Let's do a okay. role play. Let's see these guys with something really practical. Okay, yeah, you're, I'll make it easy on you. You can be the, uh, the be person calling back. Okay, so here's the scenario. Guys, go to 1-800-HOME-HOTLINE.COM. Check it out. So here's the deal. Um, like, you go to 1-800-HOME-HOTLINE.COM, and you'll see that essentially what it is, and this is not high tech. It's very simple, easy to understand, very you know, easy, elegant system to impl- implement. So you go there, and there's an 800 number. You look at, say, for example, we have a picture of Colette McDonald's um, sign, her for sale sign. And it says, here's what the sign writer says. And again, those of you guys who do not have your sign writer saying this and you're saying nobody's calling, it's your own fault because you changed it. So the writer should say, for free, 24-hour recorded info on this home, call. And then you're going to have your own unique 800 number and you're going to have your own unique extension for that particular property. Now, on your sign, that writer should go at the very, 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 very top if you're in some situation where the signs are just weird and you can't, there's no riders, then have a standalone sign that goes along, with, um, goes along with the sign. But for most of the country, you guys have spots at the top of the sign, at the bottom of the sign. If, if, you're, if you're using a system, if you're using a home hotline right now and you're not getting lead calls off your listing signs, it's because the sign riders are not at the top or if you change the language. Or, and this is also something I see you guys doing, on your sign itself, you have 14,000 other things they're supposed to be doing. You know, right. we were on our walk this morning, and there's a Century 21. I was just thinking 21. the same thing. Oh, my I know. Goodness. There was a Century 21 sign, and they had four riders on it, two different agents, some Mickey Mouse that I've never heard of before, and then you're supposed to put in a QWR code. Like, what are we, in Japan? Nobody in America uses QWR codes. <laughs> so, I mean, it was just a bunch of garbage. I, I, if I was a consumer, I would, know, I would drive by that thing, and I certainly wouldn't call off the sign. So when you're looking at the sign, the most dominant, prominent, clear thing, 800 home hotline, you know, your 800 home, okay, we just talked about that. So here's what's going to happen. This is exactly how it works and the reason it's so cool, and you guys have to all do this. If you have no listings, you're just getting started, you can borrow another agent's listing and put the rider on their sign. Um, so it's tons of ways to use this. Okay, so someone's parked in front of your sign, and they're driving the neighborhood. And we know from everyone who studied buyer, home buyer behavior forever, people generally start on the Internet, then they start driving neighborhoods. When they start driving neighborhoods, that's when they choose the agent they're going to work with. Generally speaking, they're going to meet an agent in an open house. It's going to be a referral. But the fact is, is when they're calling off signs, that's a good damn buyer. You guys with me? Okay. I'm parked in front of the sign, or Julie's parked in front of the sign. Yep. 
can, she calls the 800 number. Boop, 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 boop. She listens to a very brief recording. It's going to go something like this. Hey, this is Tim Harris with ABC Realty. You're calling at 123 Elm Street, a fantastic property. It's a four-bedroom, two-and-a-half bath, recently remodeled kitchen, very close to uh, Oakhurst subdivision, um, wonderful amenities in the neighborhood. And this property, by the, you know, whatever the description is, it's going to be short. And then you're going to say, you're not going to give a price. You're going to give a price range. These are all little tips. Hopefully, you guys are taking notes. Put your wine glasses down. Put your, you know, your exercise machines down. Write this stuff down. And you're, don't give a price. Give a price range. So if it's, say, priced at 300000 you're going to say, say 300 to 325 is the low 300s. 325 to say 375 is the mid 300s. 375 to 400 is the upper 300s. The reason that you don't want to give an exact price is because if you change the price, then you'll have to go back and redo the recording. And you also basically have more to talk about when you're calling them back, which we're going to get to. This home is currently priced in the mid 300s. If you'd like to schedule a, a private tour to see the property, press zero now. Most of them will not press zero. They'll listen to the information and then they'll hang up. You're then going to get notified on your mobile device, on your smartphone, and it's going to tell you that the person from this number, the system captures their phone number probably 75, 85% of the time, and even if it's unlisted, and you can call them right back. So the person is literally starting to pull away from the sign. They've, they've listened to the information. They've gotten the cursory information. They start to pull away, and their phone rings. Ring, ring. And so, Julie, Hello? this is you. Get, get Hello? Ready. No, 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 no. I, I'm about to call you back. You're calling so me I, back. I'm calling you back. Okay, so yeah. go ahead. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Say hello again. That's usually how it goes. Hello? Yes. Hi, this, this is Tim Harris. Hi, this is Tim Harris with ABC Realty. As a courtesy, when folks call our 800 number, we'd like to give them a quick call back to see if they have any questions about the home they called about. Uh, oh, uh, is this a real person? Oh yeah, it is. And you call you were just calling about our listing at one two three Elm Street. Oh my yeah, God, I'm I'm like I'm still on that street. Yeah. Well, what question? Yes, I know. We like to do a great job of calling back everyone right away. It's a, as a service to our sellers. Oh. What questions can I answer for you? Um, well, it said that it was uh, mid three hundreds. What's the exact price? Okay, let me check to make sure. Yeah, I got to make sure that one's a popular property. Make sure that one's still available. Um, by the way, this is Tim. With whom am I speaking? This is Julie. Hi, Julie. Nice to meet you. Um, so, uh, by the way, Julie, what property in the neighborhood are you thinking about selling? Um, well, I live around the corner. I was just um, driving by wondering what my neighbor's house was selling. Ah, uh, got it. Yeah, a lot of neighbors are checking on the price of this one. Right, so, uh, ideally, how soon do you want your property sold? You're thinking about selling, it sounds like? Uh, we're just kind of kicking tires right now, just seeing what maybe it would be worth and where we might move to. We're just in the very beginning stages of thinking about this. I got it. That makes perfect sense. All right, so this property is the current list price on this one is three sixty nine nine. Um, so, Julie, I have a quick question for you. Um, if I were to have, if I had a buyer that was interested in the neighborhood, but not one in, in this house in particular, um, if I brought that buyer over to see your house, would you uh, welcome me with open arms, or would you slam the door in my face? In other uh, words, oh, <laughs> I mean, it depends on what kind of price you could get me, I guess. But I, I guess we'd consider it. Sure. I appreciate that. So if the price made sense, you'd probably consider selling the property. Yeah. Why sure, don't we, we do this? I'm going to be in the neighborhood uh, today at 4 o'clock. Let me swing by, check the property out, and we can talk a little bit about price and answer any questions you might also have about putting the house for sale. And then at the very least, you'll have that information. Make sense? Uh, yeah. I guess that would be a good starting point. 
Okay, great. I'll see you uh, today at 4 o'clock. Now, they're going to say other things like, oh, i got to check my whoever, or we're just not quite ready. But it doesn't matter. You've established a relationship, and you can start following up with them. As you go through the process of selling that property, you now have generated a listing lead, which costs you nothing. You guys get that? Were we just using that is pretty textbook. That's basically yep. how it goes. So don't be surprised. I know a lot of you guys are having a light bulb go off like, well, that's not how I was running my 800 number. That's why I canceled <laughs> it or whatever, right? Yeah. Or so you're saying it's you're because too pushy. urgency matters. Yeah, yeah urgency matters. That some of you guys are thinking, oh, that was too pushy. You guys were too aggressive. No one talks like that. No one, yeah, they do. The top producers do. And if you're – here's the mindset shift for all of you guys who are basically going, oh, my God, that Tim and Julie – so here's your mindset shift. If you're a seller in that neighborhood, it, well, let's go back to the role play. I'll tell you what I would say. Julie, say something to the effect of, you know, I, you know, wow, you're aggressive. Say something like that. Well, I mean, gosh, I, I mean, you're pretty aggressive. I'm not sure I'm ready to list just, just now. I was just looking for information. You know, I appreciate that. And, and yeah, I do do my best constantly to get the top dollar in the least amount of time, the least amount of hassle for my sellers. And I would think that when you're ready to put your property for sale, those are probably qualities you're going to be looking for in the realtor that you choose. So, so time frame-wise, when do you think that you'll be – when were you guys talking about um, selling? You said you mentioned you were thinking about moving out of state? Uh, yeah, I mean, we're just in the preliminary stages. Where this would be a voluntary move for us, so we're just not sure what we're going to find there. And that's why, you know, I'm just kind of feeling like, I don't know that I'm ready to have that meeting with you just yet. Ten four. It sounds like you're moving to someplace pretty cool. If you don't mind me asking, where are you guys thinking about? Oh yeah, we're going to Florida. Florida. Wow, away from Florida. Ohio. Oh, so so you're going to leave us behind in all these horrible winters? Is that what your plan is? That's the plan, man. <laughs> I appreciate that. That's right. So so let's do this. Like I said, I'm going to be in the neighborhood today at four o'clock. You know, say four o'clock to maybe four thirty. We sit down. I'll help you get an idea of what the property is worth, do some numbers for you, and also leave some information for you showing what we can do to get the property sold. Hmm. So today at 4 right. o'clock, or would, would today at 4 o'clock or 4.30 be better for you? I guess 4 o'clock would be all right. I, I'm going to have to you know, talk to my other half and make sure he's cool with it. But, uh, yeah, well, I guess that would be okay. Well, again, okay. we're not ready to list today, though. I'm, I'm just saying. Oh, it's fine. I'm going to be over there anyway. I'm going to be, yeah, obviously over there taking care of my other sellers. And I'm also talking with some of your other neighbors, too. So, um Perfect. I'll see you at 4 o'clock, and, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll see you then. Now, if you guys have time, you want to send a pre-listing pack ahead of time. Uh, it just depends on the situation. You always want to send a pre-listing pack, always, always, always prior to going on appointments. It makes a huge difference. Um, so if you have time, okay, here's what you're going to say. Now, don't push the appointment off until, you know, next week. A lot of you guys do that. I, just, I had these calls with some of you, you guys got a listing lead, and you put it off to list next week, and I asked, why? Why did you do that? Why didn't you get off your butt and go over there today? And you guys will say, like, I don't want to seem like I'm too pushy. No, what you really want to do is you want to act like you're busy because you think that seller will respect you more. The exact opposite uh-huh. is true. <laughs> See these things, these psychological things we do to ourselves? So um, if you have the time, let's say, well, I don't have time today, Julie might say, uh, but tomorrow at 4 o'clock would be fine. Here's what you say. All right, great. So here's what I'm going to do. We're going to drop off or I'll drop off a pre-listing pack. It's all the information, all the questions you might have on what I do to get property sold. And please do review that prior to me getting there because that way when we're there, we can just focus on what's most important to you. Make sense? 
And when you say that, they'll say, yes, that makes sense. Thank you very much. And then you're off to the races. And then go over to the appointment and follow the rest of our listing process. Guys, as you can see, what we're asking you to do is not complicated. As you can see, what we're asking you to do is actually fun when you get doing it right. Is it complicated? Is it, com- is it something that you guys might take a little while to learn? Of course. Anything worth learning is going to take a little while to learn. Anything worth doing is going to have some effort required. But you can have the process, our listing process, on your wall when you return calls. You can have our listing, you know, the pre-listing pack, all the processes, all the scripts, everything posted in your work environment. That's part of the coaching program. We show you guys how to set all that up. So we went over. We hopefully gave you guys some useful information. Um, if there's ever anything we can do for you, remember, just email us directly, tim at timandjulieharris.com or julie at timandjulieharris.com. Guys, come on. What are you waiting for? Complete that form. We'll call you back, answer any questions you might have. And when you do so, we'll give you those six free books. That's Think and Grow Rich for Real Estate. That's the Real Estate Treasure Map. That's your 12-monthly generation plan. I don't remember the name of the others, but they're all yours, digitally emailed to you for free, no strings attached, just by completing the form. We'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.